Yo, what's up, guys? Today I have a special episode for you guys. And today we have our first guest, a good friend of mine and fellow Arte Syndicate brother, Alex Bonahar. So Alex is the CEO and founder of Hidden Falls Media. And today we discuss how to properly and effectively target your audience. Um, he dropped a ton of golden nuggets throughout this whole uh, discussion. So you definitely don't want to miss this and you definitely want to go back and re-listen to it a couple of times so all this sinks in. What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to the show. And today I have my good friend, Alex Wanderhar. What's up, Alex? How's it going? Hey, man. I'm happy to be here. Super, super pumped. Nice, man. Likewise. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so first of all, I mean, just explain to your listeners who you are and what you do and, and how you came about creating your own digital agency. Sure. So my name is Alex Bonderhar. I am the owner of Hidden Falls Media. We are a neuromarketing agency. So we take a look at psychology and neuroscience research on consumer behavior and apply that to online digital marketing campaigns. So it's not anything I thought I'd ever be doing. My background is in neuroscience and psychology, but they never really talk in school about the actual field of neuromarketing. And it's one that's starting to emerge. Uh, it's been around since the 80s, though, but it's never really been publicly discussed a lot. So a lot of what we look at is, okay, how do we look at habits? How do we look at reward systems? What do we do or what are the best ways that we can market using positive emotions as opposed to fear or um, you know, anxiety-based marketing? What are some of the better ways to do that? And how do we layer that into a website? How do we layer that into Facebook ads? How do we layer that into um, you know, YouTube content, podcast content, all of it and that's really what we look at yes it's like that that's fascinating to me because uh, like i've never heard of of uh neuroscience and you know marketing in one yeah like pretty much all the other like digital agencies that i see is just regular digital marketing yeah. or social media marketing and you know whenever i met you then you know that's like the first time i heard about that and i was like man that's crazy like i've never i've never seen anything that's that's like that that mixes both both things together yeah it starts to become really clear when you start when we start putting what the definition of marketing is i i love the idea of the definition of marketing is that it's a game of memorization and how much amplitude is behind that memorization so if we can break down because marketing is so big right it's like branding yeah. or uh you know even within accounting or law right there's so many different subcategories how do we start to really put a definition around what each one is and i think the best way that we've been able to kind of do that is by saying if we look at marketing as a game of memorization and then we're just looking at how much can we amplify people to memorize that or how many people can we get to memorize that message then it really does start to have some good footing inside of neuroscience inside of psychology because we know how to create patterns in the brain through reward systems through different memorization techniques and guides and games and mnemonics to be able to get and align all these things together and when we look at some of the best ways of marketing it's engagement based it's getting people engaged in the process of doing something which is very much how we get people to memorize through engagement 
Yeah. Man, that's crazy. So like I know you said that uh that you didn't mean to create an agency. So how did you like come about that? Yeah. So right out of college, man, I couldn't find a job for like six to eight months. It was crazy. Uh I, I did the good boy route, as they say. So like you go to college, you get the degrees, the pieces of paper, yeah. <laughs> the promise lands on the other side. And it, it wasn't the case. So I started, I found a small local business near me where I uh, grew up, which is in a northern suburb of Cincinnati. So we grew up, I went to school, came back, and I found a job that I could make eight, 12 an hour at. And I helped them in that time from an 18 month period, grow them from a hundred thousand debt up to 2.2 million in sales using Facebook, Instagram, and Google. And meanwhile, I was still making minimum wage. I was managing two of their brick and mortar locations. I had a staff of nine that I was managing between both locations. And I was still making barely eight, 12 dude. Like, and when we look at the poverty line, like that's pretty much it. And it's like, all right, so I just, I watched you buy a new BMW. I watched you buy your mom a Land Rover. You opened up two locations. Like how in the world am I still making minimum wage in this? So after that, I went out on my own and we started doing this. So January 1 of 18, we started Hidden Falls Media and we've just been cooking and growing ever since. Oh, so you're about to hit the three year. Yeah, I'm, three year mark. yeah, we're coming up on the three year mark, which is super exciting. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like I had a similar, similar, like how I got into like the, my electrical business. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I grew up, grew up with it, but, you know, as still in high school, like I didn't know that that's what I wanted to do. You know, I wasn't sure I was thinking about it, but, you know, I went out and then I went to college. I studied different things. I tried, you know, to build different like, you know, side hustles and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and eventually I just like fell back into it. So, yeah. But yeah, like, it's pretty crazy how you just, you, you don't know, but you just end up, you know, somewhere and then you just love it. Yeah. You stick around with it. That's crazy. Yeah. This is a, uh, we're seeing, we're on the merge of uh, something really big and really powerful. Just from March through the end of October, we saw in our local state of Ohio, over 75,000 new businesses started. So when we look at, if you had to guess what the percentage of those that were going to be online are, right, that's probably a pretty big number. So it's growing really, really fast. And these social platforms aren't going anywhere. I think we'll see reform with them in the next few years, but I don't see them disappearing. They're they're automatically too far ingrained into who we are and what we do. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I heard this. It was, I think it was somebody else's podcast, but I'm not sure who it was that says, they said something like, that the lockdown um, pretty much like fast forward, like the whole e-commerce and, and like internet, yeah. internet, like based businesses by like 10x or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Or Some 10 of the years. Num- yeah, and I, I fully believe it. But it's, look at this from the position of it's empowering so many new entrepreneurs to take that leap and create that side hustle that could give them the financial freedom that can give them the life that they want. Their products are going to have to be bigger and better. And just the customer experience has to be there, but wow, what an opportunity for somebody that's on the fence. Now is the time to jump in. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, uh, well, like from your experience, what are some tips that somebody can get started? Like in, you know, marketing, like a little side hustle that they have or, or just, you know, getting started like that, taking that leap towards building something. Yeah. I mean, it's, 
I don't think there's one right or wrong product. I think it's trying to figure out who you want to go after. Is there a need for the product or service? And how can you make that either? How can you make a better mousetrap as Mr. Wonderful would say from Shark Tank? Or how do you how do you create a product or an experience that's just totally different? Okay. But as, as far as marketing, though, it comes down to where do you want to start? And how do, you, how do your customers like to be communicated with? And how do you communicate as the owner? Are you somebody that's naturally good on audio or video? Or do you, are you really good at writing? What are you good at as a communication method that's going to come easy to you first? And then we can worry about each and all the other pieces later. But we have to start. And if you don't start, you can't go anywhere. But where, where do you want to start? It's typically the easiest place for you to communicate. Yeah. And then that would be like in terms of like, say, like if somebody, you know, the popular thing now is like starting a clothing brand. Yeah. So like if they want to, if I want to start like a clothing brand or something like, you know, like a watch brand, you know, that would be the same thing, you know, right? Just figuring out like the platform. Yeah, totally. We actually have three different styles of clothing brands that we've worked with that are all in different markets and industries. And the way we've advertised and marketed to those people is night and day different. So you, even even within clothing, you have so many different ways that you can do this. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just like the way that the, like, is the brand is good, right? Or yeah. like the main focus of it. Yeah. Who's it for? What's the lifestyle that surrounds that individual? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally like that, you know, something, and I know we spoke before that something that I want to get towards like in, in starting 2021 is just like start putting out like more content. Yeah, because it's, it's something that I haven't been been doing really this year. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. And I, I kind of get razzed for it because I give away the secret sauce. And other marketers send me nasty DMs about it. But it's, <laughs> but it's true for what it is, which is when we start to look at the way that we need to put out content, because we all hear more content, more valuable content. It's yeah. got to be valuable. What, is, what, what does that mean, right? Like how in the world do we actually start to put structure around some of this? The best way we've been able to figure out how to do this is that we leverage the six human needs of certainty, uncertainty, significance, growth, contribution, and love slash belonging. And we start to look at that through three different pillars of content, which are education, entertainment, and impact. So now we've got 18 different possible combinations of content to try before we've even layered on the creative aspect of it, right? So when we hear, oh, I don't know what to post, I don't know how to post or where, okay, a few of those are pretty easily solved. You can watch a YouTube video on how to post a video to YouTube. Yeah. You can watch a video on how to post a post on Facebook if you don't know. But what we really need to focus on is how do we structure the content to actually give you the result you're looking for? Because we all want the result from it, right? It's, we're looking at it as a return on our investment. And this is where people get really screwed up is that they see it as, they don't see it as I'm investing into a piggy bank of an audience. They see it as I'm investing, but I want the quick return out of it. So, but when we layer in the 18 different combinations that we have, now we're seeing which way does this piggy bank like to be invested into? How can we communicate so our dollar or our time goes further with this audience? So let's say you try out all different 18 ways. Well, that's great. You only laid in one creative piece of content on top of that structure. 
So now we can run content for a whole year, 90 days. Let's say you take it for three months and lay out that 18 days over the 90 months or 90 days, and you just rinse and repeat with different types of content through there. You'll figure out really quickly what are the best emotions or what are the best needs that your audience truly wants fulfilled. And how do they like to see that fulfilled within them? And then once we see that, then we can go deeper on those topics and create more and bigger content pushes with those ideas. So if we know that your audience likes significance through entertainment, right, they need to feel that there's a high level of significance, that very ego-driven status through a entertaining piece of content. Now we know what to start producing on the back end to get the best return on your investment. Yeah, do this fucking gold. Like yeah. I was listening to it and I'm like, shit, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy guys. So if I were you like, and I'm real into like starting a business and stuff, like I would really rewatch that until it, six, it, till it sinks in. Cause that's, that's pretty deep, man. Yeah. And, and then, then you know what to market on for the rest yeah. of your life for the, I mean, it's going to change. Your audience is a living, breathing thing, right? It's not something uh -huh. cold and static that you can write down. So yeah. understanding that as you start to build and grow this, you're going to see fluctuations and changes. And because your audience will get bigger and bigger, you get to come back and revisit these topics over and over again, because a lot of what marketing is, is a game of memorization. So we're saying the same thing to new and to old people. Yeah. We just have to be creative about how we do it. But when we start to put structure around that creativity of what do I post and how do I do this? Now we start to open up our mind and say, oh, there's infinite possibilities. But if I use the structure, I can really be more strategic about it. I can see with a definite plan, this combination works or this combination doesn't work. But it doesn't mean in six months we can't come back and try this combination again to see if it was just that the creative was off or if it's actually the human needs that we're trying to fulfill for that individual just don't align with what the brand really is doing. Um, yeah, I know like for sure, at least like 95% of the marketing agencies that I see out there on social media, like they don't talk about this. They just like, this, especially no. like the copy that they, that they write on these posts is just like so basic. Yeah. And that's, that's something that like even I struggle with too, is like the copy, like I have a picture or a video and I just like, Sometimes I struggle finding like the words, you know, to put there that, that like, I want them to, to like resonate with me, you know, even if it's, whether it's uh, like my personal branding in my own sure. profile or the business, I feel like the copy is like the huge thing. Creative is definitely the variable of success and copy is where most people drop the ball. Oh yeah. yeah Wait, also, <laughs> with this phone now, man, if you've got any modern iPhone, you've got a phenomenal camera. So yeah. there's no reason like that the quality of it can't be there at that level, but where the, where it really, really comes down to growth within businesses with creative is in the copy. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's like the pictures, right. And the editing and stuff like yeah, that. No, it's, in, <laughs> it's in the message. It's in the copy. Yeah. Yeah. Of what, course, are you, I mean, what are you saying to them? Right? Yeah. And most, I guarantee out of, the number one problem we see when we look at people's websites and their social media is that they've never sat down with a copywriter before to go through what this should be. It's very, very much what we call the Taj Mahal of me. So it's this big grandiose website or this big grandiose social media page. It's all about them, not at the customer, not what problems they solve for them, how they do it, what makes them different, what their unique selling point is, what emotions or needs do they actually solve for that audience it's just a big, big display of look at how awesome I am. Yeah. And then like I've seen, I mean, 
in my electrical my electrical page you know i follow and i interact with other electrical contractors throughout the the country and they're all you know they just post their work and then in the caption says something like you know for your electrical needs contact me and they put the phone number and it's just something like you know like they're just trying to sell right off the bat yeah it's like it's like you're not trying to like interact with your customer at all you just want them to call you and just you know you think that they're going to give you money just like that <laughs> yeah i showed up look at how awesome i am now give me money yeah is that when does that ever work yeah and i'm just like man like i'm just like you're doing it wrong like i, I just think about <laughs> it yeah like i mean i'm not much <laughs> i'm not like a marketing expert you know to give them advice you know but i like i know not to like really like go towards that route you know like i really try to interact with my customers and try to think yeah think like hard about the the captions that i put and stuff like that yeah and then you you kind of started to hint towards something too which is okay now once you get the attention now what yeah right now what do you do with it because and this is where people drop the ball religiously they get the attention whether it's through paid or organic and now they don't know what to do with it so they won't respond to people's comments they won't go out and engage and like stuff on their page right so we've lot we've taken all this attention that you wanted and because you're not willing to put in the work to help elevate the client or help respond to them or communicate with them you've lost all of it so all that all that investment is now gone. You've taken that social capital out of it. Yeah. That's something that like a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about something like, how do I like interact with my, with my customers more? Mm-hmm. Not just necessarily just trying to like sell them something or just, you know, get them to message me about, you know, the pricing and whatnot. But like I did, um, I haven't done this. I only did it one time is a live Q and a, so like I would post on my stories that, you know, Friday I'll be doing a live Q and A and then customers can go on there and if they have some issue at the house, cause I know a lot of them, you know, they don't want to get the phone. They don't want a car or whatever. Yeah. Cause they think you're going to sell them or, you know, stuff like that. So I just tell them like, I'm going to have a Q and A, you know, get on there. If you have a question, you know, I can help you out. And I mean, I did have like, like 10 people or so throughout like an hour, get on there and just, and just, um, like ask me questions and you know what i think about this this and eventually it did lead to like some you know pricing and stuff like that that i gave them but my primary goal was just to you know help them out you know give us give them as much you know as my uh like my honest opinion on whatever it is that they have yeah and now the goal of that is to scale it yeah how how do you do as much of that as possible what's the best way for you to constantly be giving them that information and empowering them because nobody else is doing it. They're yeah, focused sure. on that short-term sale. So they get lost in what people call the noise. How do I break through the noise? This is how you have to cut through it. And this is a perfect way to do that. Live Q and A's, um, putting out valuable content that nobody else in your industry is talking about debunking myths within your industry. What, what do you really, what can you do as a homeowner that most electricians don't want you to know about that's relatively safe and easy? right? Yeah. Because you don't make the money off those small calls. It's not worth your time. Yeah. And then, but but they hold on to it like it's some dirty secret. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They just want that quick, like a hundred bucks for something easy. Something easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's like, I did start a podcast too, uh, late last year. I just never really got back into it. (laughs) 
but uh that's also like what i'm gonna what i want to start doing is like put the podcast and just give the customers value you know just the whatever questions they they have you know put them all in an episode and just try to try to go about that way in the live q a's because i know nobody for sure is doing that stuff yep exactly yeah so uh another thing that well that i wanted to run by you is like i'm i'm gonna be focusing too on well like on my business but like the offline marketing of it so like i'm in the process of getting like the new business cards like uh, flyers door hangers stuff like that so i was actually editing some door hangers so i just wanted to run by you sure like the copy that i made and just I mean, just give me your thoughts, whatever you think. Yeah. Whatever you think, uh, if there's anything like I would need to fix. Let me see. Okay. So like my plan is whenever we do a house, a house in like a certain neighborhood, go, go to like the nearest houses around and, you know, knock, introduce myself. And just pretty much explain. I'm not trying to sell them anything, but just pretty much explain. You know, hey, we're here. If you have any questions, if you know, if you need anything, we're here. So, like the copy that I was thinking of writing on the that I had already written, but I haven't printed them out on the door hangers is the first post just says, "How's it going?" Like if they if they don't answer, we'll leave a, a door hanger. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna say, "How's it going?" We completed. We just completed a project for one of your neighbors, and just wanted to introduce ourselves. That's like the first section. The second one says, our focus is to make sure your home is 100% safe for your family. And we understand that you wouldn't allow average work to be done in your home. We have core values that we live by in and out of the work site. We solve your problems with the highest possible standard. We're licensed, insured, and professional. This isn't a hobby for us. It's a lifestyle. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. And then well, the, I mean, the rest just says, has like the phone number, call text, website, stuff like that. Some yeah. pictures. Have you, have you ever heard of the book called Breakthrough Advertising? No. No. So it's a, there's some cool ways that you can use this. And I'll share, I'll, the reason I bring this up is I'll share a few of the ways that we've decided to do this. Okay. Um, Breakthrough advertising is one of the must have books of every business owner. It's um, you can only find it right now. You can get on Amazon for like 300 bucks, but if you go to <laughs> Titan, yeah, but if you go to titansmarketing.com, uh, they've got it for a hundred. So it's the guy that wrote it. His name's Eugene Schwartz and he was the world's best copywriter for door to door flyers when that used to be the primary way of communication. And he walks through step-by-step how to build out these types of advertising campaigns. But what's funny is that it works the same online too. But this book is like the holy grail of how to do effective advertising. And it's one that, like I said, every business owner should need. It led us to figuring out how to do um, stickers. And on the back of the stickers that we send to people, it says slap me somewhere silly or slap me somewhere <laughs> that's moving yeah. or uh, slap or slap me on a random person's cup of coffee, right? Just something, just something totally weird and funny, but it engages you in a different way. 
And that's, that's where I think a lot of modern advertising is starting to go, or at least it should go in these ways, is that how do we make it engaging? How do we make something that they've not seen before that they're not just going to throw away and view as an advertisement, right? If I handed you a pack of stickers that were from my company and other companies with handwritten notes on the back of them saying like, hey, don't forget to smile today, yeah. or hey, go out and slap this somewhere interesting or slap it on something that's in motion right it adds a level of engagement to people's lives that they normally wouldn't get and this is this is what i'm talking about with ways of how to leverage psychology and neuroscience into your marketing it's not just the written word that we can analyze with a fine-tooth comb sure we can do that there are words you should and shouldn't use but how do we look at different ways of engaging a human on a more humanistic level that we actually find fun and enjoyable and insert our brand into their life in that way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That goes back to like what you were saying earlier with the, like uh, entertain. Yeah. Like with Enter the, what, what you have in the stickers in the back of the stickers. Yeah. Entertain them. And entertainment doesn't have to be, a hundred percent video based and i think that's where people get a lot of misconceptions about like digital marketing like oh i have to start creating videos to do this like yeah you can but there are other ways to leverage fun and entertainment things yeah. without using video so when we send these out we put them inside of handwritten thank you cards and inside the thank you card we say hey don't forget to tag us on social where you found a slap or where you put yours Okay. Yeah. Nice. Right. So that way <laughs> yeah. you're still, you're layering it in, but it's not anything like, Hey, go do this right now. Yeah. It just makes it fun, fun, fun for them to like interact with you and yeah. stuff like that. Makes you feel yeah. part of the, like the family. Exactly. Yeah. Remember one of the six human needs is contribution and growth. So if you feel like that you're contributing into something our company is fulfilling a deeper need for the yours versus somebody that's just going to be able to go out and run Facebook ads, right? Or somebody that any, and we say this all the time, anybody can go out and learn how to run a Facebook or Google ad. There's enough YouTube videos out there to figure it out. Right. <laughs> so, and similar to a lot of other industries, there's 500 million different types of pizza shops. What is it about your pizza shop that sets you off differently within your audience? Can you fulfill all those needs for somebody? Right. We look at one of the best examples I've been able to find is, uh, are you familiar with the uh, bourbon brand of Blanton's? No, no. So Blanton's is a really big brand of bourbon, kind of expensive for the bottle, but on the toppers of each of the alcohol bottles, because they come from Kentucky, which is very much a horse racing country mm -hmm. or state, each of the horses has a different letter of the word of Blanton's. So if you collect all the tops with all the different letters, right, and you ship it to them, they'll mail you back a, um, like a created piece of artwork with all the tops. Nice. But what a fun and engaging way, because what you'll hear is people talk that are drinking that type of bourbon, they'd know like, hey, like I'm trying to collect an N or I'm trying to collect a T or the O or the A, right? So everybody in the group is kind of working together to try to get the full piece because they all want that final piece of artwork. Yeah. So it's like the same as like similar to like what Coke did with the names on the bottles. Exactly. Like it's just exactly. like, oh, I'm trying to find my name or this and that. Yeah. Or you, you find your friend's name at the store and you buy the can just to give it to them. And yeah, hey, I found your name. They'll be like, oh, yeah. sweet. And then they post it on social media and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart, man. <laughs> but it's fun and engaging. 
Yeah, for and sure. you're, they're not trying to sell you anything in that process of doing that. Yeah. But you buy more because you want to have it complete. <laughs> you want to show it off to your friends and be like, hey, man, look, I have this. Yeah. Look what they sent me. Yeah. And then, and then they want to start doing it and it just like keeps it going. Yep. Yeah. That's why also like I started like wanting to focus uh, next, next year on like the offline too because I know there's a whole bunch of like different ways aside from like the digital side, social media side. I know there's like different ways, you know, offline that, you know, you can, you can do stuff like that. Like I send my customers like a thank you card with some stickers. I mean, I don't write, I don't have like the notes in the bag, but it's just like three different kinds of stickers that we have. And then the thank you card and a Starbucks, Starbucks gift card. So nice. You know, you know, some of them, I mean, some of them don't say anything. Some of them, like they will post it on social media, they'll tag and, you know, they'll be real happy and stuff like that, you know, but I do it, you know, as, yeah. as a, like genuine thank you, you know, because without them, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be a company. So, right. yeah. Oh man, but this just, is just the act of doing a handwritten thank you card already puts you in rare air. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they really appreciate it. And a lot of them, you know, follow me on my personal page and they like message me every once in a while. They're, real like engage with me and stuff like that so mm -hmm. yeah it's real it's fun cool. yeah <laughs> yeah all right man well um i want to be respectful of your time but you know i appreciate you for coming on yeah of this course is, thanks for having me yeah no problem dude it's been fun <laughs> uh ho hopefully you know i see you in some some coming up bar team meetings or something next year hopefully yeah, hopefully sure. they have any yeah, uh, we're going to the Mexico event in January, and then outside of that, uh, whenever they decide to start doing some live ones again, we'll be there. Okay. Yeah, I I thought about the that Mexico one, but uh, I had the the week out the following week I have that uh the podcast mastermind with Zach. Yeah. yeah. So so I'd rather just go to that one instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, no yeah, tell the tell the listeners where they can where they can find you. I know you got a podcast going on too. Yeah, so we just got ranked inside of Apple a few weeks ago. So we're a top-rated Apple podcast in the entrepreneurship category. Uh, but that's the Hidden Falls Media experience. And then across Sweet. all my social medias, it's uh, Hidden Falls Media. Okay, nice. Cool, man, well, either way, like I'll post it on the show notes, you know, the links and stuff like that. So, so they can go and find cool. you. Easy. All right, man. Well, appreciate you for coming on. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. No problem.